Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Four years ago, we started talking to this gentleman when he became warden of Simcoe County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had nothing but great times uh, with uh, with him. And uh, sadly, this is his official last interview with 95.1 The Peak as warden of Simcoe County. We say good morning to Warden George Cornell. Uh, George, this is uh, it's kind of a little bit sad. Well, good morning to you and Melanie, John. Uh, I would agree. It, uh, it's been quite a ride the last four years, and uh, um, being able to do these interviews with you and Melanie is, uh, has been a, a lot of fun and uh, extremely appreciated by myself and uh, the County of Simcoe. It's given us a great opportunity to update the community. And as I say, it's been fun, and I think back to uh, actually had the opportunity to co-host with you guys yes. one morning. Yes, you did. And that was uh, pretty special for me, for sure. And for the grandkids, because they hadn't heard Grandpa talk about the weather <laughs> so many times in the morning. So, well, it, uh, good it, fun indeed. It sounds like the grandkids are going to factor quite a bit uh, as we move forward. Uh, you have, uh, not only are you uh, no longer going to be warden of Simcoe County, but you also announced that you weren't going to run for mayor of Tiny Township. Uh, you're you're really taking retirement for yeah, real this time. you it up. We, uh, we we are at, certainly at this point. Who knows what the future may hold? Right. But uh, as we were talking off air, absolutely uh, in these two roles as mayor and warden, uh, it is a major time commitment, and, and certainly nothing that I regret. I enjoyed every minute of it, uh, but it does take time away from family. And uh, you're right; we now have four grandchildren. Um, so looking forward to having a little more time with the family. My wife and I will do a little traveling and uh, absolutely spend uh, some real quality time with the grandkids. You tackled quite a lot of uh, pretty big uh, issues in your in your uh, term as two terms as warden. Uh, let's uh, maybe just go in and sort of reflect on on how you feel how they turned out and, and the way things went. Uh, certainly, uh, I think if if there's one thing you and I talked the most about, oh, I know you're going to start it with the and, garbage. And I parts, never thought yes. I never thought that trash talk would be something <laughs> yeah. I would do with the warden, but we did a lot of it. Uh, we did indeed, and as I said off the top, uh, absolutely, it's been quite a four years uh, when you think back, uh, just to touch on the regional government review, obviously the global pandemic, and quite right, John, the uh, the waste cart uh, situation, our waste management program to begin with. But in the end, uh, as you and I have chatted about, and, and I think as you admitted on air, uh, despite uh, some of our uh, concerns going in or some of the residents concerns going in uh we've ended up with uh, a really successful program with regards to our curbside collection and the new automated carts that are in place and uh, i think we shared we did have a survey that went out yep. we now have the results of that survey and nearly 90 percent of the uh, respondents reported a uh, a high satisfaction rate and, and which is just great and uh 59 reduction in complaints to our call centers and and one of the big um, motivations for doing this was the concerns we were having around the reliability of the pickups and the uh, manpower situations, and that uh, has uh, pretty much disappeared now. We have uh, virtually no more misses in terms of our collections. So all in all, um, it all worked out, and the residents uh, are really appreciate and are enjoying the use of their new carts, and, and it's working well for the uh, provider. It definitely is working well. Another... Um huge point of, of attention that has uh, many people still talking around uh, Simcoe County and, and uh, other regions is the uh, affordable housing uh, and the attention that we've p- 
put towards that and trying to rectify the situation in our area? Yeah, absolutely, Melanie. This is it's a huge challenge nationally, provincially, and certainly within the county of Simcoe. Uh, but at the county, we are very pleased that uh, we did have a 10-year goal of 20, approximately 2,700 new affordable housing units by 2024, and we're actually a year ahead of schedule. And uh, some of the initiatives that we've undertaken at the county include uh, large affordable buildings in Collingwood, Wasega Beach, and Tay Township. And uh, we have uh, builds that uh, are at various degrees of uh, uh, beginning, and that includes builds in Aurelia, Bradford, and Barrie. So uh, very proud of what the county has taken. Still lots of work to be done. And I uh, look forward to uh, working with the uh, new council, certainly working with the province, to see how we can uh, accelerate the building of homes and ensuring that there is a better mix of homes uh, available for the residents, given uh, some of the financial challenges that everybody has these days. A bold move during your term, and not without some controversy, the purchase of the Lake Simcoe Regional Airport. Yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, again, uh, from an economic development perspective at the county, we looked at the opportunity when it was presented to us and we saw that uh, just what a jewel the Lake Simcoe Regional Airport is and what the potential could be for the county of Simcoe. So we, uh, we did make that decision. We purchased 90% ownership and continue to have the partnership with Barry for the remaining 10%. But we've already seen uh, the benefits. We've got new businesses that have been attracted to the facility. We've made some improvements to the facility. And we just see that um, the economic uh, impact that it's having, as I say, already, and uh, really excited to see that this asset's going to be vital to our regional economy uh, for decades to come. And a lot of uh, multi-phase road projects, uh, while across numerous municipalities throughout uh, Simcoe County, have been really pushed through, and uh, a a lot of changes in, in bridges and so much more in road construction. Yeah, no, good point, Melanie. It's something that's um, often overlooked uh, because it is, uh, you know, something that we all use every day and sort of take for granted. But it is something that we need to plan for. It's a a major part of our asset management and planning. Um, And we invest in our road network uh, for our communities and and including uh, about $26.6 million in construction maintenance over the past year alone. And a number of significant projects and we have a number of significant projects to come and we've already had some preliminary discussions with regards to those projects for uh, 2023. And of course uh, you, you can't uh, forget that uh, your your term as warden is always going to be marked by the COVID pandemic and I have to uh, congratulate you on doing such an amazing job of getting the information uh, from the health units, from from the from the from the you know the, the the council chambers, out to the community in a very reasonable and sane and and comforting way. It was always a pleasure to check in with you, as certainly in the early days when everybody was worried and confused. Uh, just the clarity that came from you and your office. Well, no, thank you very much for that. Um, as it, obviously, it was. It was a unique experience for all of us, a lot of learning in the beginning there, but uh, something that our communications team and our uh, senior management at the county recognized that uh, how important it would be to communicate with our residents in the community. Because uh, to your point, exactly, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of questions, a lot of concern, a lot of fear, um, and it's always important to make sure that folks have the correct information in a timely fashion 
and uh, and utilize the resources that were available. And so it did. It was a, a huge partnership with the Simcoe Muskoka District Health Unit and uh, the various services at the county um, that we count on, the services in terms of health and emergency services and also the essential programs that we provide. It was important that we kept those going and that people were uh, well aware of um, where we were at with respect to that and uh, with respect to COVID. So uh, most definitely a unique challenge for this council, um, but I too am very proud of how we've managed and navigated our way through it. And uh, we're not out of it by any means, but um, we have made significant progress and I think we've all learned a little better how to live uh, live with COVID. County Council, of course, is made up of mayors and deputy mayors from all the municipalities within uh, uh, Simcoe County. Uh, because of that, we're going to be looking at 22 new uh, new faces around the, the county council chamber. Uh, how do you think we look You know, as you pass on the torch? Uh, what do you think of the county council makeup? Yeah, it, uh, I don't think we have had a chance to chat since the municipal election. As you've identified, uh, there will be a change at county council. Uh, 22 new councillors is a little bit larger than we've seen. The mm-hmm. last couple of elections has probably been a 50% turnover, and we are a council of 32. Um, I think we'll be in fine shape. Um, you know, there's always uh, change can be uh, a good thing in some cases, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing the new members of this council uh, take on their new roles at the county, and, uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll be in good hands. I do want to just give a shout-out and congratulate uh, the uh, mayor-elect, uh, Yvonne Hamlin, uh, in uh, Collingwood, and certainly the deputy mayor-elect, Tim Fryer. Uh, they will both be coming to county council, and in fact, Tim has uh, had the opportunity to serve as an alternate calend- uh, sorry, county councillor. I do also want to extend uh, congratulations. We've got some new and returning elected officials in Wasega Beach and Clearview Township. And I did want a special shout-out to Doug, uh, Mayor Doug Measures in Clearview, who was acclaimed, but uh, now unfortunately is going through some personal health challenges. So just on behalf of County Council and personally, because Doug has become a good friend over the last four years, mm-hmm. just uh, want to make sure he knows that we're thinking of him and uh, wishing him a full recovery. And if I can, just uh, would be remiss not to thank and recognize the uh, outgoing councillors in your listening area, Keith Hall, Mary McLeod, Marianne McLeod from Collingwood, Nina Bifolci and Sylvia Bray in Wasega Beach and Barry Burton uh, in Clearview. Certainly want to thank them for their service and uh, wish them all the best. Uh, before we wish you all the best, let's talk about uh, the business coming up for 2023. Uh, this council, I, I guess by the nature of how it sets up, you you actually set up the budget for the incoming council. How does it look? Are, are you feeling that they're they're going to be in good shape? Yeah, we uh, we actually met this past Tuesday. That was our final meeting as a, at the county council. I personally will continue my duties as warden until December the 13th, at which time they will uh, conduct their inaugural, and it's at the inaugural that the election of warden and deputy take place by the council. But we find that um, given the complexity and the, the magnitude of the budget uh, and the uh, different services that we do provide, it's, it's helpful for the current council to have a, a look at the budget that's being proposed for 2023. And uh, we will have uh, 10 returning members, so they can certainly provide some input and some experience to uh, the new players. So we did have a look at the budget, and we provide a recommendation to the next council and what we're looking at is uh, a county tax level increase of about 2% on the operating needs. 
and we've also identified 1.5% for infrastructure and asset management needs. So at this point, uh, the recommendation is a 3.5%. It's a little higher than we have done normally, but I think when you look at uh, inflation, uh, rising insurance costs, the increases that we were all are seeing in terms of fuel, some of the supply chain issues, which has also impacted costs, um, it's, a, it's a fair uh, and reasonable uh, amount. But certainly the new council will have the opportunity to review that and ultimately make the decision and uh, approval of uh, that 2023 budget. Well, George, it has been an absolute blast. Uh, we've really enjoyed uh, the frank and, and often fun conversations that we've been able to have. And we thank you for your time with yes. us here, not only today, but for the last four years here on Talk to the Town. Well, thank you very much for that. And again, uh, it has been my pleasure and, and privilege to, uh, to be the warden and to have this opportunity to speak to you and Melanie and your listeners. Uh, it has been fun. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, who knows what might be around the next corner. Mm -hmm. And to our residents and our businesses, thank you. Uh, we all live in uh, one of the most beautiful places around, I think. And there's lots going on in the county, lots more to happen. Um, I would just say stay safe and, and be kind to each other. Thank you all very much. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.